What's up, everybody? It is the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. Hello, Dylan Reese. Hello. Here we are, episode four of season two. Season two, episode four, Baseline Jam. We are two musicians who talk basketball. Definitely both of those. It's an interesting concept. Um, you know, we are here now getting into ah, this, I guess, the second full week of the season. Mm-hmm. It's about to be Halloween. Yep. Uh, you got a costume yeah, picked out? Yeah, dude. It's getting spooky. What are you going to do? What are I'm, you going to be? I'm going to be uh, LeVar Ball. <laughs> no, I'm not doing shit. Come on. You know me. Did you see the picture with LeVar Ball and Kanye? I did. What's going on? I don't know. Just Can't wait. Two fucking maniacs. <laughs> Hanging that's, out. That's definitely a good way to put um, it. Maniacs. Maniacs. Before yeah, no, we I, even I get in everything, I don't, I don't do how Halloween, do you feel yeah. about the Lakers being the most exciting team in the in the league Bro, to watch? I have watched every single game start to finish Yeah, on the edge of my seat. Actually standing up most of the time in my living room by myself. Right. Um, it's They're amazing. fun. It's, they should have won last night. They lost to the Spurs. Yeah. They're they're still figuring a lot of things out, but they are very fun to watch. Are you are you confident in Luke Walton? Yes. Is he the maestro for this? Yes. I have to agree with. I mean, the, the Lonzo thing. Two oh. things he realized early. Yeah. That I said he needed to change. Yep. It. They're both in the backcourt. Lonzo and Hart. Hundred percent. Yeah. Goodbye. But why Rondo is KCP, in that final. Why minute. is KCP starting? Clutch Sports. No. Get him out. Okay. He's been playing a less minutes the past two, three games. Yeah. It's worked out a lot better. Josh Def- Hart's a fucking baller. Josh Hart is a baller. Hold on one second. Just in case our homie Bobby's. What was he? Making? No, he's just talking in the living room just so it doesn't oh. make up. Oh, okay. Um, all J. Um, yes. So what are they now? Two and four? Yeah. I like watching him. No, no, a lot of fun. Coos easily could be four and two. Yeah, they they could have won both of those Spurs games. And I think <clears throat> those same games happen. They mm-hmm. would end. They'll end differently in a month. Yeah, once LeBron knows how to. Yeah, he, I feel like LeBron is still figuring out how to play with these he, guys a lot. He's like in the back seat almost just watching everyone it's been that way right and he hasn't like, like really gone in let's right? see how these guys handle this is it me or does it feel like he's a like all of a sudden for the first time age is a thing with lebron like he just feels a little bit older i mean he is a little bit older he it feels like it's how time works there's been a few plays where like he would have just absolutely threw it down where he hasn't and i'm just kind of like oh no is this happening? Like, he's obviously still putting up massive numbers, but, like, just those, like, little things. Like, you know, one time he threw it off the backboard and he caught it. Yeah, like, in the, in the back, like, two, three years ago, I think that would have been just a fucking dunk. Two-handed dunk, yeah. And now it's it was a layup. Yeah. And I was just almost surprised to see LeBron, like, do, a, like, a layup. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. LeBron's getting older. I could see that. But I, I don't think it takes away from his efficiency. No, I think LeBron doesn't even need jump to be good at basketball. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, so that's fine. But it's just a different kind of LeBron. Yeah, we'll see. And we've we've been used to watching him now for the past decade dunking on dudes. Right. So that's interesting. Um, you know who is dunking on dudes though? Huh? You know who is dunking on dudes? Who? Jason Tatum. Sheesh. Dunk all over Paul George. That was mean. That was assertive. Mean. 
was definitely assertive. Boston starting to get get together. They're four and two. <clears throat> yeah. There's two undefeated teams left in the league mm-hmm. as of right now. Whoa. Do you know who they are? No. Oh man. The Bucks and the Raptors. Oh wow. Yeah. I I know the Nuggets were undefeated until the Lakers beat them. Yes. Well, they were four and zero. Yep. Um. The Bucks. Now I got to see the Knicks play the Bucks the other night. They got Coach Bud, and they're just playing a lot better. Um, they're moving the ball and they're shooting a lot of threes now. Everyone this, is. This dude, Chris Middleton, went seven of eight that night versus the Knicks from it's three. It's pretty good. He had thirty. It's not bad. Giannis Brogdon. It's a, it's a good team. They're shooting a lot of threes. They'll, they'll do some post-ups with Giannis. I, so far, the standings, like some of the things that we've predicted, we sound like we really know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think we might. We said the Bucks and the Raptors are going to be really good. They're so far so good. We also were really high in the Nuggets and the Jazz. Bang. We weren't super high on the Pelicans, and they're 4-1. Yeah, they look really good, but they're, they've just upped the pace. They're leading the league in scoring. They're scoring 125 a game. Also, Meritich was dropping like 60 points a game. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen forever. But they're they're really. I mean, Drew Holiday is just. He is just. Yeah, I mean he's him. A, he's a pleasure to my eyeballs. Ooh, you know? I like that. Uh. Anthony. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, they are just scoring at such a high clip. Julius Randall adds a, a lot. To them being able to run as much as they yeah, want. Yeah, I think actually that was kind of we kind of underestimated that. Yeah, yeah. Drew's Drew's at fifteen and eight, but Anthony Davis right now is twenty seven, thirteen and five. Miritich is at twenty four and set twenty four and nine and a half. Come on, bro. I don't think he'll stay that. Up. Imagine if he does. But that. he's doing that in twenty eight minutes. Well, the thing is, is like when you push the ball and create all these possessions everyone's gonna yeah. score more yeah i mean you can the, just let merits shoot eight threes a night they're at 125 points a game they have six guys scoring in double digits including El- so alfred payton etuan moore holiday randall so an interesting squad i don't know if they stay stay around that way but um all right well we should get to the big news of the day uh we woke up this morning on Sunday to find out that um, Tyron Lue, Ty Lue, uh, the Cavaliers, yep. was fired. Yep. Um, the Cavs, speaking of undefeated, are the opposite. They're 0-6. Not good. Nope. Uh, they're currently getting outscored by 13 points a game in those six losses. And to me, it seems like this is a team that most likely they thought could compete with the leftovers of Kevin Love, Jr., Tristan Wall adding in, Sexton, Sexton yeah. and uh, <clears throat> no. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, thoughts? Did we did we talk about this on the podcast? Like, who is the first head coach going to be fired? Or was that off air or something? No, we talked about that in the pod. I, I, we, I don't no think one we said, said time. But that would have been solid. Who did I? I said somebody. I don't think I even had an answer. I, I had somebody in my mind. Oh, you said Tibbs. Yeah, nah, but I thought I said somebody else too. A little bit less like 
drastic. Yeah, or like obvious. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, what do you think, Ty Lo? Um, any thoughts? Not really. I mean, I wasn't gonna watch the Cavs regardless. Right. Also, it just felt. I mean, this is, you know, what everyone's saying, but it's true. It's just. It always felt like LeBron was coaching that team anyway. It did. You know? So it's like, I don't know. Do we even know if Tyler Lue is a good coach? You know, he was always really good coming out of timeouts. I always felt like he was pretty good at that. Yeah, but, but LeBron like, had the fucking whiteboard. Yeah. You know, I thought Ty was a, was a decent coach. I mean, he he was pretty good with adjustments. He had some good stuff. It was really always hard to get a read, though, because LeBron really was running everything. Yeah. So I don't know if this was necessarily a good barometer to measure how good of a coach it's he was. It's kind of like when LeBron was in Miami calling shots. Right. And then Spolster was like, oh, yeah, actually, Spolster's a good coach. Right. And you find that you found that out. Yeah. But it took oh, a while. Oh, didn't know. Yeah. And it and Spo was still left with, with D. Wade. Yeah. You know, there was, like, still things after LeBron left. They were still a you know a playoff team. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like th this team here, the Cavs. I mean, you know, Kevin Love obviously is a good player, but you know, historically, you look back at all the teams that he's been on, where he's put up numbers, they just never equated to being a successful team. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Especially at this point in his career, he's not gonna. He can't be the number one guy. It's it, it's kind of weird because he's he's really good. He's just yeah, he's, he's really a good. really good offensive player. And I think he's just the definition of like a third wheel. Totally. Um, and then, you know, you got like Clarkson and George Hill. And I think the problem with Lou is he wanted to play the veterans. He wanted to win, you know. So you got guy Colin Sexton, Nance, some of these younger guys, even, you know, you know Chetty's playing. But you know, there's a few of these... These guys they brought in, you know, even, I don't know, random guys like Zizic and Nawaba, whatever. They're not really playing as much. So I think, you know, I think you got to just hand the ball over to Colin Sexton and just let him. Yeah, do what he's going to do. Let him fail, let him succeed, mm -hmm. and just figure it out if you can get rid of these guys. But it just goes to show you, everyone in the league loves to talk about culture. Mm -hmm. It's like such a buzzword. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Tristan Thompson was talking about uh, these young guys got to understand what the culture's like to put on a Cavs jersey and then, like, went and put up, like, a horrible, you yeah. know, night because he sucks. Yeah, he's not good at basketball. So I mean, it just goes to show you your culture is only as good as who you have in that locker room. Right. You can fool yourself all you want to tell how hard your team works, this, that, and the other. Yeah. But you have LeBron... It is like the world's biggest band-aid. And you rip that shit off. Yeah. And it's a whole different thing. And now the Cavs are back to being the Cavs. You know, Dan Gilbert's a dickhead. That dude <laughs> lost LeBron twice. Right. Now, if I was the owner of a team and I had LeBron James on my team, I would make sure that he'd never left. Yeah. Not once, but twice. Yeah. I would have done whatever that dude needed. Yeah. And he brought you that chip. I mean, so off the back, you want to talk culture. There ain't no culture there that with that dude owning that team. The lack of it. I mean, it's, it goes back to what you said. It's all about who's in the locker room. Yeah. Who's on the court. 
Um, but Ty Lu getting fired after six games. Yeah. The guy won a chip. Like, yeah, I know he might not be a good coach, but like LeBron won a chip, man. But like, come on, bro. You just you the Cavs are back, Kevin. That's a straight old school Cavs shitty organization move. <laughs> old school Cavs, right? Yeah. Cause like before LeBron and after LeBron, the Cavs were a joke. All right, here they go again. Mm-hmm. Six games in. Come on, bro. It's pretty quick. I definitely didn't expect that, but here's a fire. I saw a fire tweet from Worldwide Wob, that dude, whatever, on Twitter. Uh-huh. He goes, "He sh- they should hire Allen Iverson. It would be a step in the right oh, direction." Wow. I'm all set. Come on, bro. Um, yeah. All right, I'm Allen Tyler. I don't care anymore. All right, but um, obviously we had to talk about it. No. See you, dude. Um, That's fine. Can we talk about how we can the the level of scoring mm. is just like I don't know what the math is, but it is ridiculous. So, what do you think about this whole three point movement? Like, so, no one. Yeah. Like, okay. So every team in the league is scoring in triple digits. The yes. lowest scoring team in the league are the Grizzlies at 103 a game. Yep. Um, and are actually only giving giving up 101. But everybody is just gunning threes. And it's an interesting conversation because what do you think? Check this out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw this stat and it made me... I ran a lap around my house because I couldn't believe it. All right. And then I came back and I read it again. And it was still here. Okay. The seven seconds or less, 2004-2005 Suns. Mm-hmm. Remember them? Yeah, I remember. Of course. Steve Nash, Amari. Oh, yeah. Dan Tony. Okay. That okay. team famously played at the fastest pace in the NBA that season. Mm-hmm. Over 97 possessions a game. Okay. Which is crazy. Today, that would be good for last in the NBA. Yep. A full possession behind the Spurs, who currently rank 30th. That's insane. So, when the Suns were like, yeah, we're going to run and gun, do all this. Right. Quick shooting, don't really care about defense. Let's just get as many shots as we can, shoot a bunch of threes. Right. Run, 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 run. Pass, run, shoot, all the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was... Flipping a load, and that team would be the slowest pace that we have now. Insane. So we're looking at teams like the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. the Spurs, and we're like, these teams are boring. They play so slow. They would. Play They're faster. still playing yeah. faster than the Suns did when we were like, holy shit! Look how quick these guys are moving right. the ball. But you know, it, it just that's nuts. Yeah. That's absolutely bananas. The whole how, league is how is, quick that transitioned into this style of play is just normal, right? And these dudes are getting up shots within mm-hmm. five seconds of the shot clock, like every possession almost. Like it's just run and gun. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's great for teaching kids how to play basketball, mm-hmm. but it also could just be changing the way basketball is played. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the right way to play. Because it's a hell of a lot more entertaining. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a lot more efficient. Mm-hmm. 
So who knows? This might be a whole new world that's starting now or within the past couple of years. Like the Warriors and Rockets have just opened it up. Like, oh, do you want to shoot 63s a night? Go ahead. We're going to score 135 points today. Right. My thing is... And we might lose. Yeah. No, I mean... I'm just trying to understand, like, this trend. Like, it's only really the beginning, in a way. Right. You know, like, if you go through the league, like, the Cavs shoot the least amount of threes mm-hmm. at 22 a game. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's currently... Half of the league, more than half of the league, 20 teams are shooting over 33s a game. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about the top 10 are shooting just around 35. And the two highest, the Rockets and the Mavs, both shooting over 43s a game. <laughs> it's crazy. I just, it's it's insane. Yeah. This is only the beginning of it. It's really fun, though. It's really fun, but it's like, does every team have the personnel to do that? Right. No. So it's not so always going to be So everyone's either going to be so yeah a good shooter mm-hmm. because they're going to need to be, and they're just going to get better, or all so, these big guys that can't shoot are just going to get the fuck out of here. And Julius Randle's the new center. It, it, right. And it, it, it's also like, is or there value in even having a guy who can defend anymore? Because it like, doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. It's, Dude's just it, gonna shoot a three. Yeah, you can't. What are you gonna do? Right, punch him in the face. If you can't shoot it, like, it's really, really. It's like, yo, we gotta protect. If you the paint, can't shoot a no three, no one's in the paint. In five years in the NBA, every dude's gonna be able to shoot threes, right? There's, yeah. there's, there's it's may, almost like that now. It's almost like that. Yeah. And there's like a few guys who have like Bro, a role. I saw Aaron Baines gunning, just pulling them. Brooke and Lo- hitting him. Brooke Lopez is like a full-on sharp shooter. Yeah. Like, Aaron Baines should never shoot a three. But he's making them. He's though. hitting them. He was Bro, hitting him in the playoffs last year. Did you see his shot, though? Oh, my God. What is that? But I, someone told him, hey, man, you're 6'11", nah, built it, like a fucking brick. Yep. You got to start shooting threes. And they're going to leave you open. And he was like, all right. Right? <laughs> they were just like, we're gonna leave, they're going to leave you open. I don't know. You know, and it's just... I'm just waiting for DeAndre Jordan to knock a couple down from the corner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DeAndre's shooting 90% from the free throw line this year. Yeah, it's crazy. What happened? I don't know, but it seems like he could have figured that out a while ago. I think overall... Or should have, I should say. I think aesthetically it's really pleasing in its own way. It's amazing. Because it's very exciting. It's like dunks and three-pointers. But you and I have a... uh, we disagree on the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I don't find the Rockets to be that fun, fun to, watch. to watch. Yeah, I do, for sure. I think James Harden's really interesting to watch because he's just an incredible basketball player. Mm-hmm. But, like, the concept of, like, you know, just pretty much one guy going ISO and then driving, dishing off the pick and roll and just everyone else shooting threes, like, it's not that interesting to me. It's pretty boring, really. Like, I like when teams move the ball and, like, guys cut and, like, things happen. There's just none of that going on with the Rockets. I think there's a lot of different variations because, like, we are talking about the Bucks before. Mm-hmm. They were kind of, like, 
they would use post ups and like Giannis drives to like get guys open. Have Middleton like, mm-hmm. you know, get, running off of screens and like, which was interesting. And he's really a good shooter. Yeah. So it's like I think a lot of it is going to have to be on on personnel. But then it's like there's just some teams. It's like I don't need to watch fucking guys shooting threes, just jacking like up threes. Gonna get crazy. I think dude. what the Rockets have, mm-hmm. not necessarily the. ISO because not every team's gonna have a James Harden. Right. So you shouldn't do that if you have like someone that's not James Harden. Right. But I think having all shooters and one guy mm-hmm. that you can just throw laps to and that can yeah. run and block shots. I think that's like the most ideal type of personnel you can have. That's it, right? Because without Capella they they can't play defense at all. At all. You know? So now you just need one rim runner like, and four shooters. They have P.J. Tucker playing the five Yeah, when he's not in. Right. Which is, P.J. Tucker's probably like 6'8". Now, we've just had like a renaissance of big men, though. It's like, are they going to get a chance to eat because they can shoot? Or are they going to get a chance to eat because of their size? Like, take a guy yeah. like DeAndre Ayton. Am I going to have to watch him shoot threes? Or he am I going to watch him by next year. dominate because he's bigger than everybody? Or am I going to watch him get cooked? Because he's bigger than everybody. I think he's going to be a hybrid. It's crazy. Yeah. I think he'll... On, on Pretty defense, much the most perfect center in the league would be, if he's healthy, is Porzingis. Yeah. Because he's 7'3", protects the or rim. guys like Jokic. And shoots threes. Jokic don't protect the rim, but right. offensively, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But see, the Nuggets have Jokic, right? Jokic doesn't really shoot threes, does he? Yeah. He does a lot? I don't know if he shoots a lot, but he can He's hit it. He's such a playmaker. That's the He's thing. He's shooting like seventy yeah. percent. So the the Nuggets actually are shooting like are shooting twenty percent from three. Jokic can hit the three. Twenty five. Don't get it fucked up. Right. No, he's incredible. But but yeah, no. Everything Porzingis runs is through like, them. Hit through him. Porzingis is like the future, like that type of player. Yeah, Jokic is a forty percent three three point shooter. Yeah, no, he can hit. Unbelievable, this guy. He's, this guy's putting up a, almost a triple double. I feel Jokic like I talk about 23, him. 23, 11, and 6. I feel like I talk about him center. every week, bro, because I just love watching him. How old is he? He's probably like 23, 24. Why does basketball reference not have his age? Is that insane? <laughs> are you out of your mind, basketball reference? What are we even referencing if you don't have that? I mean, dog, what are we talking about? <laughs> He's 23. Yeah. He's big time, man. He's big time. Um, yeah, he's a fucking baller. I love that dude. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an it's an interesting kind of. But yeah, but back to what I was saying, it's like mm-hmm. Capella mm-hmm. is extremely effective in a huge part of a team that is going to contend for a championship. But mm-hmm. he can't shoot a fucking three. He can't even shoot a twelve footer. But so like, wh- where does that leave a guy like Embiid? I don't know. That's what's interesting because it's not like because he can shoot, mm-hmm. but he's not just going to be spotting up like Embiid this year. He wants to play in the post. He wants to play every like twenty nine, thirteen, and four right now. Embiid, sheesh. And it's like the smaller this league gets, right? Like this guy could end up putting up thirty five a game. Yeah, because he can post anybody. Ain't nobody go. Who you got? Oh, you got that. You got Dante Cunningham coming out here to play me. Yeah, because he can hit a three. That's not good. I'm gonna eat his lunch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just use that as a name. I also think 
he can probably score on anybody regardless of who it regardless. is. Regardless. Yeah. He's that big and strong. But it's like when I say what happens with him, like, is he now a liability? Like, he obviously can protect the rim, but like, okay. Is He's he not going to be a li- dudes Is he a liability? If Al Horford's the five on the other team in the in the finals, he's got to come out and and guard that jumper. Yeah, right. All right. If PJ Tucker's playing the five, I think there should be like a rule. It's crazy. Like you got to have one dude that can't shoot threes on your. On it's the, just on the like court. a wild matchup mind fuck. <laughs> like how would they? do And that? I'm not sure like how it works. Yeah. Cause like okay. Yeah. No. It's crazy. Hypothetically speaking. All right. Mm-hmm. The Warriors. Mm-hmm. And the Sixers are playing, and you get down to the clutch minutes. Uh-huh. Draymond's guarding Embiid, and is Embiid guarding Draymond? Yeah, it's a classic mismatch. Yeah, but the guy who hits the three pointers wins because you shoot twenty five percent, thirty percent from three, or what is it? Twenty five percent from three is forty percent from two. Yeah, yeah. or something so, like that. Yeah, yeah. For at, at the. Thirty percent from three is forty five percent from two. At the, Excuse me. At the clip that they shoot it, mm-hmm. it just makes more sense. It's, it's just it's just square numbers. It's crazy. But then it's like, yo, Embiid's putting up thirty and fifteen, bro. You know what's crazy is one of my AAU coaches mm-hmm. used to teach us to play like that, mm-hmm. and everyone's parents was like pissed. Like my par- my parents don't know anything, so of course. Care. But I was I was all about it. I was like, bro, you need me to shoot fucking. 15 well, I mean, threes, I'm down. Look at it. Totally. Look at it. <laughs> but No, I, I played like that in high school, too. We but were every, total like, running guys. It was either three or key. Yeah. If you don't have a layup, mm-hmm. you're not shooting the ball. Right. Unless it's a three-pointer. Yeah, I was, on a, I was on a few different teams where it was like, all we do is shoot And threes. he was breaking it down like mathematically mm-hmm. like, right. this is why we're doing this. We're, we have a better chance to score X amount of points mm-hmm. with this many shots because we have these many guys that can shoot. It's like, but look okay. at it. Think about it like aesthetically. But right? it was so weird, is what I'm saying. No, totally. And now it like, would be like, obviously, we're doing that, bro. Right. But it's like, if you shoot 30% from three, yeah. right, you're going to hit three out of 10 shots. Yeah. Right. Which is 30% from three is equal to 45% from two. That's almost double the shots going in. Just from like a watching the game kind yeah. of like perspective, yeah. you would like be drawn in to be like, no, this is how you play. Mm-hmm. Find your spot, move the ball, hit the shot. Get the easiest shot. Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about the three. Just make the shot. Yep. But in, if you actually just break down the raw numbers yeah. in it, it's like, no, well, it's crazy how I could miss two more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have room to miss more of these because it's worth one extra point every time I make one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so everyone's gone that way. I like it. I'm not complaining. It's fine. But then you have guys like Aiton and Embiid or <clears throat> and Anthony. Well, they Aiton, all can shoot. Aiton's going to be able to shoot. Yeah, they all can. Yeah. It's just the new aspect of the game. Yeah. But as the league gets smaller in a way. I think that, that I'm actually thankful that these guys exist because it'll it'll keep some size in the league. Is it getting the, smaller or is it just getting faster? It's definitely getting faster. It's because definitely getting smaller, but I think there's still room for size, especially guys who can handle or catch catch alley oops and def- guard well, the rim. The reason why I question that is because we have five or six small forwards. That are six ten and up, yeah. That will get a rebound and run down the middle of the floor and Easily. dunk it on everyone. 
Those I dudes mean, aren't small. The the days of like small forward, power forward, like the three. That's just he one can thing. shoot a three, and is almost like a two guard. Everyone is and that the guy. four. Yeah, the four is almost like a center. Three and fours and twos are now like interchangeable. Bro, think about the skill set of a th- a small forward. Mm-hmm. Like. 15 years ago, 10, 20 years ago. Dude, 20 Tony years Snell, ago. The, Tony yeah. Snell would be borderline all-star player. Dude. Because he can shoot 20 and he years has long ago, arms. There was a point when the Knicks old school 90s had like Larry Johnson playing the three. Right. The man was a, a just a absolute beast. So, yeah. For sure. It's like he couldn't put the ball on the pine. All he, you know what I mean? He could yeah. just do a couple of little things, do a little shooting, some <laughs> yeah. rebounding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in teams, like small forwards were like big dudes. Right. Right. And then there was guys like Scottie Pippen, obviously. Yeah. Changed the game. And he just kept going, getting more and more athletic. Right. But it was like traditionally, well, at, it was like the most at, athletic guy was it was the two guard and the three. Right. You look at what Scottie Pippen brought. Yeah. Every fucking small four can do that. Everyone are, now. The athletes are crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, you have they to. They can't do guard like he can. Well, you know what I mean. Kawhi, like, Scotty's like Kawhi now. You know what I mean though? Like yeah, Kawhi doesn't look like right uh, an anomaly on the basketball court for sure. It's like why is he playing this position? Yeah, every small forward moves like that. And Everyone can Kawhi rebound and run. Playing some four, he's playing some two. two. It yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah, all these guys are just ballers. Ballers. It's they so can all shoot, put the ball on the pine. Yeah, it's a, it's a really wild time. It's pretty dope. It's really fun to watch in a way. It's like it's a really good time for the NBA to kind of explode because the game is the is appealing. I think it's good because if you don't understand basketball, it's still very fun to watch. That's a fact because it's just all action. But as someone who does understand basketball, yeah, I still enjoy it. More than I ever have, but I think it's just because of how talented like the league is. Yeah, I I, I like it a lot too. I, and I I'm just, looking at it as like like mm-hmm. I was watching the game with Zero the other day, mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't really watch hoops like that. Like he knows you know obviously normal shit, but mm-hmm. he he's not like breaking it down like how we are. Sure, or even thinking about it live. And I'm just like, yo, you don't understand that like someone that size should not be able to do that. Right, and that's why this is so fun for me to watch because I'm just like amazed. I mean, Giannis is just like from outer space. Yeah, we're I was watching the, we were watching the Lakers uh, Nuggets. Yeah, and Jokic, I was like, bro, you don't understand the way this dude moves. Yeah, he's like a and like the way he sees the court is like crazy. But he just saw it and it's just like he just made a bounce pass. But, you know, but it's like, bro, he was no, like, yeah, he's yeah, you know, it's like he he's out here doing things. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Watching Giannis the other day, I mean. He is reaching like LeBron levels of unstoppable on his drive. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna barrel you over, spin, and get a layup. And there's he can a, dunk with both yeah, hands. There's really nothing you can do about he can it. Dunk with both hands easily. He, anytime he wants to get a layup, he can. If Giannis wanted to score 47 points a game and just completely n- not care about his teammates, why doesn't someone do that? I besides Russ, if anyone could, I think it's, at this point it's Giannis. Yeah. Every time I was just like, or Ann Davis. Yeah. And Davis get 40. Easily. No questions. Giannis's handle, to me, is a little bit tighter than Anthony Davis. Definitely. Yeah. So I think it's just a little bit... Anthony Davis leans a little bit more big man. Yeah. But Giannis is a four to me. 
and they tried him at the three, the this, that, and the other. To me, he's like a power forward. He's a point. But it's like, it's positionless. Yeah. It's crazy. He's not really anything. That's It's kind of like exactly what we're talking about. He's like a poster child. If his th- if he could start sticking threes regularly, he's the GOAT. He'll, he's be, just, the new, he'll be the new GOAT. He's like... I don't know if he'll ever get there, though. If he could shoot... Yeah, he's out of here. He's, he's KD, but like way stronger. Well, he'll never be able to shoot like KD. Speaking of KD, this dude... Warriors Knicks. Uh-huh. Did you watch any of it? Uh-uh. I was in a session, but I watched it. I put it on in the background because my homie is a basketball fan who actually wants to come in, come on as a as a guest on the pod. He's a big Wizards fan from DC. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, he he agrees. Um, but uh, so it was a fun game, and the Knicks actually were up after three, and uh, the Knicks had. Uh, a new starting lineup in, so their average age was like 22. It was like <laughs> Frank, yeah, uh, Damian Dotson, Tim Hardaway, Noah Vonley, and Mitchell Robinson. So Tim Hardaway was like the old head. For real. And he was like, what? For 24? real. They didn't start Cantor. Frank had 15 in the first half, was like putting the cuffs on Steph. It was like, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Knicks fans losing their shit. This dude, KD, did you see? No, I didn't he see He goes off for 25 in the fourth, bro. The Warriors were down Sheesh. after three. They won by 28. <laughs> That's crazy. KD had 41 on That's seven. why I didn't see it, because K- I just looked at the final score, and I was like, oh, obviously it, it was, was a blowout. All- KD had 41 on 17 and 23 shooting. This Jesus. dude is just so... Bro, he was... He he was getting disrespectful. He like took like a one leg, one leg floater three at one point, just burying. Yeah, just like oh, you Knicks fans want me to come here next year? I'm not. And not only that, I'm gonna fucking kill your hopes and dreams right now. So what do you what do you think about that? The Knicks, the KD situation. Yeah, like after free agency. I really think it's a, it's a it's a legit possibility. Yeah, I think for the Knicks right now, they're doing the right thing. So far, they, they're playing these young guys. They suck, but they're playing hard. And if they can just maybe by the end of the year get KP back and just show that he's back and healthy and plays well just towards the end of the year, get the cap space. I think for KD, he wants the bag. The thing is, the Warriors can give him the biggest bag. He never got the max max. Never got the max. So... To break it down, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna get you the exact numbers. Which but is this, wild. This dude, I mean, he will absolutely get a bigger bag if he stays with the Warriors. Yeah. But for the Warriors to give him that bag, he would lose. They would have to lose either Clay or Draymond. Draymond. Yeah. Now, obviously, you would think that that's what they would want to do. You would want to keep KD. So if they signs a max deal with the Warriors, he gets one extra year, which would be worth $50 million that season. So his max deal with the Warriors would be for five years and would be $221 million. Jeez. If he signs with the Knicks, just as an example, the max he can get is four years mm. at $164 million. So the Warriors get an extra year to offer him 
at fifty million for that season. Yeah. So that's a big difference. Right. So when you got Katie talking about the bag. And they're just like probably just gonna keep winning. Yeah. Now if you're the Warriors, you get rid of somebody, right? Who do you get rid of? Clay. Clay. Clay's the guy. Currently shooting twelve percent from three this season so far, Clay. Um I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's gonna change. I would agree with that. I think it's gonna go up. But I think I think I think there's something under or over twelve percent on the season, Clay Thompson. I'm gonna go over. (laughs) I, I I but I I think Katie I could see him wanting to just the game's so easy for them right now mm-hmm. that it might be interesting for him to say where can I all these guys want to win mm-hmm. so he's not going to come to the Knicks to be like I want to bring them back from the dead just give me a couple fucking 20 year old rookies couple and I'll idiots. put them on yeah. my back like yeah, yeah, dude yeah. you got to br- create the infrastructure mm-hmm. so you need these young guys to keep they want getting, at least an opportunity you know what I mean to like, get there Knox has to put together a, a, a nice stretch this season where people start talking about him. You got to get KP back looking healthy, even if it's just in March. And you and then you know you have the cap space, and KD could say, "There's some things happening here," and that goes for any team. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to go to your team because he he wants to be the leading scorer again. Yeah, he can do that anywhere. He can do that fucking anywhere. Anywhere knows. Everyone knows that. He could even do it in Golden State. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, I'm gonna say he did. Yeah, <laughs> so um, it'll be interesting. But I, I do think, I do think that I, it's a real possibility because it, it just it, it feels like let he me deserves his own let, team. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If you're KD, what's what's appealing about playing for the Knicks at this stage for you? For you? <sighs> Legacy to me, yeah. with um, there's a few teams in the league that if they're good and you lead them to being good, it just puts you on another kind of pl- yeah. you know platform. I mean that it's has like, to be the that has to be the pitch for them. I mean you know you look at when the Knicks were good with Melo, like Melo was like top three All Star voter. You know right. what I mean? Like you're talking about the biggest market. An incredibly sports savvy market, and a and a a sport a starved market. Uh huh. Um, you know, I think that's all fine and dandy, but at the same time, the organization and the franchise has been ran to shit for the past decade. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing the right thing, and I would think, you say as mm-hmm. a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. you're the most excited about not your current roster, but maybe what could happen in the next three, four years than you've been in, like, a while? Honestly, as being a Knicks fan, it's hard to get excited about anything. Just because, of like, there's some young guys that mm-hmm. could potentially be something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, a couple of years ago, it was just like, what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I would say my excitement is tepid. I think the Knicks have fucked this up so many times. At this point, getting excited is, like, fool's errand. Yeah, it's it, that would pretty much just be like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, right, shame. Right, right, like right, right, right. it'd be like fool me seven hundred. Yeah, times. I mean you don't want to get your expectations too you high. You know, it's like I I'm the type of Knicks fan. Like every day, I feel something different about Frank. 
Mm. Like one day I was like, this dude's a bust. Well, this is terrible. <laughs> then you see the Warriors game and he finally starts at point guard and you're like, okay, I know this dude could play if he can do this every night, but yeah. you know how many times you said that about guys and it never happens. Yeah. You know I, I mean? mean? But yo, pretty he, much any NBA player on a great night that could do this every night. Be, exactly. Like how many times we said that about J.R. Smith for 15 years? Totally. You know what I'm saying? And I think Nick um, Young, dude, like totally. <laughs> Nick Young plays his best every day. He's an all-star. Yeah, he's a buck 25. <laughs> so I think with the with the Knicks like I'm not I'm 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 wearily excited. I, I I like where it's going. I like Fisdale. But, you know, there's a long way to go. I think for KD, I think I think the odds are against the Knicks, but I think there's a chance. I think overall there's a chance KD might go to look elsewhere. Just to like see what's up, yeah, and like try something different. I heard this too, and I'm sure you heard it. Mm-hmm. Katie to the Clippers. Mm. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I think that's an interesting. That thing. would be very fun. That would be fun, but don't you feel like that would be just from like a PR perspective? Like, the Clippers are always the second son in the city when it comes to basketball. Yeah. And, like, KD's going to go play in LeBron's building. You're just going to be playing in yeah, LeBron's but, shadow. But would that be... Or would that just turn into a fire rivalry? Right. And, like, if the Clippers start beating the Lakers, like, KD takes it over. What if they're just fucking billboards everywhere, half LeBron, half KD, and they're, like, staring at each other? You know what I mean? Sheesh. That would be... <laughs> That would be an interesting play. I mean, it's just yo, like a different, but, but know. you know what, Dylan? Uh, the the Clippers had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, yeah. DeAndre Jordan, winning fifty five games, and the Lakers weren't even good. Yeah, yeah. and we still like the Lakers. More. And the La- it was still Lakers town. Yeah, totally. There's something to be said about that. Huh. I don't know what it is. The Clippers are just whack. And his, the Lakers just have so much history here. Yeah. Um. Katie could come here, and I guess if he won a chip, I just feel like, yeah, you can you can totally gussy up that kind of like marketing to like think, make it a thing, but it's not really gonna be a thing. I know, but it's just a fun idea. It's a great uh, idea. <laughs> it's a um, great no, it's a great idea. Um, but the Clippers don't have that kind of squad anyway. I think like they're not a be, Katie away from think, like winning no, no, a chip. No, 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 but neither are the Knicks. Oh hell no! So that's what I mean. I think. But I mean, if you have either KD one and KP, yeah. and KP's healthy. I mean, yeah, that's more exciting than KP. And, that's pretty. Good. Or KD and that's, Gallinari. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like if Porzingis comes back and is healthy with KD. Yeah, but what's? I mean, I mean, we're we're not really talking about this, right? No. Like, what's the rest of their roster? They still have three guys in a ro- in the rotation that should yeah, not be in an NBA rotation. They're so. still playing Trey Burke. Yeah, like 27 minutes. Yeah, it's dangerous. But yeah, I think if he goes to either of those places, mm-hmm. he has a long way to go to take them into contending. If you're KD, do you leave? If I'm K, so here's the thing. That's mm-hmm. a tricky question because if I'm not- K, I'm not him. But if I was in his body and had his skill set mm-hmm. with my mind, mm-hmm. yes. Because right. I, ca- I care now more about... put yourself in Katie's shoes and not... Try and look at it through Katie's eyes, not your eyes. I feel like he's going to stay. Mm. Right? I feel like Just he coast. doesn't need the pressure. 
mm. of being, I need to drop 30 today. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he could literally go take a month long nap yep. and come back and be like, oh, we're still winning 80% of the games. Mm-hmm. All right. Pass me the ball. I, feel, I don't know. What, what, but the what's Warrior, a more comfortable the Warriors situation? are always going to be Steph's team, right? Yes. Steph oh. had 51 and three quarters the other day, by the way. No, he's insane. Bro. He's, he's on another level. What is that? It's kind of hard to like play with a guy like that. KD's better than Steph Curry by a lot to People me. People don't think that, though. To me, he's like, it's not even close. But... Wow. But Steph Curry... It's kind of a hot take. No, no, no. KD is I, way better than Steph Curry. But Steph Curry is the best player on the Warriors. Doesn't make sense, right? And it's... No. It but it's like kind of true. It's... Yeah. Because he is calling all the shots. It's Steph's team. KD has always been... throughout. Whatever you need, bro. Just... I'll be right here if you need me to score 40. If you don't, then There's I'll just sit here and watch you. There's gotta be a small part of KD that... I'll just sit here and watch you, bro. Is like, not only do I want the bag, I want that. I mean, and they play great together. Because he's never really had that. No. Even in Oklahoma City. It turned into Russ's squad. He's just not an alpha dog. He's not. But he definitely... He has the skill set to be one. He doesn't have the mind. But I've seen him in games be like, give me the fucking ball. No, no, no. He turns it on. Yeah. But it doesn't live there in front of his brain. Wow. Like, Giannis has that. No doubt. Giannis will fucking tear everyone's head off every night. He's absolutely LeBron, animal. obviously, like Russ, obviously, right. Harden, like all these guys, like they eat every night. I think KD likes to be able to turn it off and still see the results. Mm. He definitely eats every night, still. Totally, but he doesn't like try. Yeah, I mean, KD's definitely the second best player in the league, most likely. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, for like the past like 10 years, probably. Close to it. But it's Steph's team all maybe, the way. Maybe seven. Steph's team all the way. 100%. Here's one question. Like what I said. Let me ask you this. Yeah. And then we could change topics. If Steph got hurt, though, mm-hmm. could Katie lead that team to a chip? No doubt. No doubt. They're so good, bro. And he is so good. But the point is, he's, mm. Steph's not hurt, and he doesn't have to all right. take over. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, you know, like I don't know. Would Would Katie want to do that? Probably not, because mm. he just wants to chill, bro. Wow. <laughs> if that's the case, then he's definitely staying. I really it's feel also like, like an extra, you know, sixty million dollars. Yo, I totally, and that's that's another part of it that's that we didn't of money, touch man. on. It's like you kind of, I don't know. You can't a really. Lot of dough. I can't be mad at anyone. No, for being like. Yeah, I'll take the extra fifty million. You should take it. Totally. I mean, at this point though, he's made so much freaking money. But yeah, still, but it's sixty million, sixty million. It's not like it's five. Yeah, it's you know, of, it's a lot of dough. Like if he made a decision over five million, I'd be like, really, bro? Right. You have one hundred and eighty million dollars easily. But another fifty. Yeah. You could, that, you could set up another two generations of nah, people. It's, it's 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 quite easily. It's a lot of money. Honestly, to give up that kind of money, you got to really want it. You really got to want it. I want to be a part of this team. I want to be a part of this, that, and the other. I hope he does. I don't think he's going to. I don't think so either. It doesn't make any sense really to think about it. It would just shake it up, dude. Like, I'm sick of this shit. I want it to. I I think we all as NBA fans would like to I don't want to watch them. I would love to watch KD in a Knicks uniform. 
Say the Celtics or some team beat the Warriors. What do you think creates a greater chance for him to leave? Them win again yeah. or them lose? Win again. Because then it's just like we've came away. It's like, okay, cool. We just won fucking, what, three out of four? Four out of five. Four to, Jesus, man. Three with KD. Oh, right, right, right. So he won three out of four. Yeah. If, if they win. He won three in a row. They win this year. Oh, yeah. He didn't lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Because Steph, Clay, Draymond yeah, won yeah. one. Okay. Yep. Lost, and then they lost one. And then they got KD. And they've won two in a row. <sighs> yeah. So it's like, okay, man, you go over here with these guys. Right? They've won two in a row three with KD. Pete. Yeah. Three Pete. Okay, man. What, are you, what else we are you going to do? We came when we needed cool. to do. Let's go do something else. Right. But if they lose. Yeah, could there be, and they got Boogie, too. They haven't even unleashed Boogie. I mean, Crazy. come on, dude. They got Jonas Shrepko. though. Sheesh. All right. Bro, they got Damian Jones. Come on. Yeah. What, it, it just goes to show you, like, you can, when you are around that much talent, you can pull guys off the street. And Who the out. hell is Damian Jones? The first game, he was dunking on dudes. Like, really? It's crazy. Um, all right. Where are we at time-wise? Uh, about. We can just sit here. Just see, like, this is really, we had no plan today. Almost 50 minutes. We're, we had no plan today. Yeah. We didn't even do This anything. is just dudes talking hoops. Dude. Like just shop straight up, just shop talk. We don't even need mics. We would have had this combo, totally facts. Yeah, we would have been at In and Out or grabbing a burger, having the same exact combo. Yeah, and that's fun. That's why we're bros. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's hit a quick. If there's anything that pops out to you on the on the Reddit the, rundown, yeah. we covered a lot of what's on there. Yeah, just yeah. because we know. Yeah, we know um, what's hot. Obviously, a lot of Ty Lu. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care about that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Ty Lu. I mean, that's that's really it. I had saved some <clears throat> stuff. Um, I don't know if you saw the Rondo play. I didn't think it was a big deal. Rondo had an easy oh, layup. It was, but you guys needed three. You needed a three, and there was five seconds left. So I, I don't, I, 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 I get it. It wasn't the smartest thing, but like you needed a three. Here's the thing: it wouldn't have been stupid if that three went in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zach Levine, through six games, by the way, is averaging twenty nine four and three while shooting fifty two, thirty nine point five, eighty two point seven. Zach Levine is out here balling, bro. Just want to let you know. Yeah, I don't know Good why. For them. Because the day that he made eighty million dollars, we hung out with him. We hung out with him all day. And I told him, like, yo, his, bro. His bop was unstoppable that day. He, he had the mean step. He was like, he was breaking the floor, bro. As like, he should. I was like, you don't need to walk so heavy. <laughs> Sheesh. He's like, He's like, sorry, bro. There's $80 million in my pants. Just unbelievable. I actually got it all today in cash. And I came straight here. Crazy. So I have to walk like this. As far as that, I mean, that's really it for now. We want to go through the schedule? Sure. All right, so what's the what's the standings? I haven't looked at that. Like, yeah, sure. So it's early. <laughs> yeah, but um, well, I'm just curious. No, absolutely. I got it right here. So Milwaukee and Toronto are both six and zero. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons an early four and one. Uh, Blake had fifty the other night yeah. versus Philly. They yeah, beat the Sixers. That. that was fun. He was talking shit. I like it. I hope it. I hope it I works. Like when anyone talks shit. Yeah. Uh, Pacers four and two. They're playing well. Celtics four and two. Heat three and two, Sixers three and three, Hornets three and four. Uh, 
yeah, you Wizards one and four, they're already starting to bicker a bit Dude. In, in the headlines. That's going to be interesting to see if that makes it through this season. Remember, I like I always like the Wizards. Yeah, because I'm a big John Wall guy. You done with it? I hate them. I told you they suck. Thank you for coming to the dark side. <laughs> they suck, right? I still love John Wall though, but their squad is just like yeah. trash. What are you First guys off, doing? They gave Otto Porter a max contract. That was so dumb. Otto Porter's not a bad basketball no, player. No, no, not at all. But we didn't need to give him a max. No. I should have been a free agent that summer. Shush. Him, him, him and Kelly Oubre do the same thing on this team. I like Oubre. They, they literally do the player. same. They do the yeah. same thing. No, you're right. And Oubre. They got to blow that shit up. And Oubre has better tattoos. They got to blow that team up. And nicer eyes. West. So what are we doing? Hey, yo. <laughs> all right. Western Conference, a bit more interesting. Uh, the Warriors are six and one. Surprise. Nuggets are four and one. Pelicans are four and one. Jazz four and two. Blazers three and two. Spurs three and two. Have no idea how the Spurs are three and two. Well, they beat the Lakers twice. 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 The Grizzlies are three and two. That won't last. No. Uh, Clippers are three and two. They're playing right now. Uh, they're about to go four and two. Um. Right? Did they play? They're playing right now. I wonder who's at that game. I think they're playing in Washington, right? They're up 17. Um, yeah, Wizards are who's at that game right now? Who Not could, me. Yeah. Fucking Rams play today. The Dodgers are playing a World Series game right now. Yeah. You'd have probably went to the Clippers game for there, nine there's, cents. There's soccer games, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> T-Wolves are 2-4. and four. Lakers are 2-4. and four. And the Thunder and the Rockets are both 1-4. and four. Yeah, th- that's... Okay. I knew there was something weird. That those two teams should not be one and four. What's going on? I, I think the Thunder. If any team that like we think is supposed to make the playoffs misses, I think the Thunder are the biggest candidate. There is no way they're missing the playoffs. They're n- they don't have talent, bro. They have PG, Russ, Stephen Adams, and then it is literally like who Schroeder's good, fine. Off Jeremy the bench. Grant is good too. Nah. Eh. I'd like to see a, a lot more consistency from him. Defensively, he's fine. I need to see him start knocking down shots before I can say he's good. Yeah, I mean, he just goes to the rack. And then, you know, they're still starting Pat. Pat, he's he's done. Yeah, yeah he's not he's good. He's been done. The knee injuries ruined him. Um, Abrina sucks. <clears throat> Felton sucks. Ferguson sucks. They, they, yeah, me, now that I think about it, you're kind of right. They need to go get another shooter immediately. Like... Hang up the phone and go get somebody like right now. Mm. Even if it's like Courtney Lee or yeah. like somebody like that. Someone that can just stay on the floor and not just, get completely burned on defense. And, but and also hit, hit a three. Yeah. Please. Yeah. They got no shooting. What if they get JR? Fine. <laughs> He's a bit inconsistent. Definitely. I think Courtney Lee would be perfect for him. He's sitting at the end of the Knicks bench. Yeah. They said his, he hurt his neck. He's just 32. and Yeah, what are they playing? What are the Knicks playing Courtney Lee for? They don't have to. He needs to be no. on a contributor so he can just play 15 minutes and exactly. like hit three threes once in a while. Somebody like that. Yeah. They better do it now because it's going to get weird. And the Rockets at one and four. What's Come on, up? bro. What's going on? Mello curse? No. Mello's actually been fine. I don't know. They'll figure Eric it out. Eric Gordon's actually been playing really bad. They'll, they'll figure it out. What do you think about that offer that came up earlier in the week? Four first-rounders for Jimmy. Dude, what the hell? That is 
That is thirst buckets. That's crazy. That's that 3 a.m. booty call text. <laughs> I'll come pick you up no, and four, then drive you back. I'll give you four first rounds. I don't care about yeah. it. I just need it. Seriously. It's like, I'll what? put you in an Uber Black. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Four just, first rounders. I got the house to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Four first rounders? What? It, what you made ever, them you think? You just never want to have a first rounder but ever also, again? Also, though, what made them think Tom Thibodeau mm. gives a shit about, about what they're going to do round? in 2023? He's like, bro, I'm going to be retired. Yeah, by long then. gone. Long fired. I'm out of here in nine months. Never yeah. mind in nine, nine years. Nine? You're being nice. Well, that's a, at the end of the year if they, you know Yeah, what I, mean? I don't think he makes it. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, yeah I'll give you Jimmy Butler for something the, the Timberwolves can do when I'm 75. Earlier in the week, Carl Anthony Towns asked to be taken out of the game. Did you see that? No. He dead ass missed a shot and then... Wave Tibbs and was like, yo, take me out. Yo, if that's true. Yeah, no, it's a fact. All right. I got something to say about that. Please. I'm. Yo, he's been playing like dog shit. That's some bullshit. That that makes that's me. That's what Jimmy's that makes talking me, about. That makes me side with Jimmy like wholeheartedly. I told you, bro. You're listening to Jimmy, but you're not here. No, Jimmy. no, no. I was saying this before, but I was like, also, he sounds like an asshole kind of. Because he definitely does. Cause he ain't do shit, and he's and he doesn't make sense. But we already talked about that. Facts. He's like, yeah, I need to play for winners. Bring Same. me to the nets. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, right, work. Um, but that is some whack shit. That's the opposite of Mamba mentality. That is some pussy shit. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah, man, I just missed a shot. Can you take me? Nah, home? it was crazy. I'm surprised you didn't. What are you, see 11 it? years old? I'm surprised you didn't see it. I didn't see that. Yeah, go go catch that. Google it. Carl That's Anthony so Towns whack. asked to get take, taken out of the game. That's so whack. Yeah. Know? I don't, yeah, like him, I don't know what's going on, bro. But not good. Not upsetting. good. All right, let's get to the schedule. Let's do it. All right, so Halloween week. Strap in. We're finally about to get to November. Which is where the season would usually start, but now we're two weeks in already, which is kind of awesome. So Monday night, tomorrow night, uh, speaking of the T-Wolves, your Lakers play the Wolves. Yes. And that'll be on 5 o'clock West Coast. Let's get another win, shall we? West Coast time. And uh, as far as any other games of interest, uh, if you're a real diehard, you might watch some Blazers Pacers. That's some diehard stuff. And the 6 o'clock game for all you Reddit streamers, Pelicans at the Nuggets. Okay. That's a good one. That's very good. Tuesday, there's an NBA TV game, and it is the Sixers at the Raptors. 4.30 p.m. That's uh, great. It's a great game. I, I'm. A, you know what? Do the Knicks play? Knicks don't play. If I'm home and I'm around, I'm watching that because... I have not watched the Raptors yet with Kawhi. I watched them a couple times. I got I got to watch them now. Okay. Uh, Tuesday night. People forgot how good that dude is. He's, yeah. Like, wake up. He's really He good. was like top five in the league. Yeah, he's really Like, good. people forgot because it got so fucked up. And he was just being he a He was widow. like one of the five best players in the league. Yeah. And there's some really good players out there. Yeah. Because he the, does, it. he just puts the clamps on anyone and near him. You can't score on him. His hands are like the size of my entire body, dude. He's the truth. 
Um, okay, so Wednesday night, it's Halloween. If you have nothing going on and you want to catch some basketball on Halloween night. Sorry, I can't watch any games. I'm going to be trick-or-treating. ES- I will be trick-or-treating. ESPN has two games at night. You got Pacers at the Knicks. Sorry. And then you have the <laughs> 7.30 game, 10.30 East Coast. Spurs at the Suns. That's how you know it's Halloween. Yeah, they didn't give you no marquee matchups. That's, that's a, for sure. Oh, it's Halloween. Let's just put some teams on because we have to put everyone on. But I have a treat for you. Speaking of trick or treat, hello. The Mavs play the Lakers that night. Oh, so you get to watch Luca. I watch. I've been watching Luca a lot. Well, you get to watch him versus your squad, and that'll be on seven thirty West Coast time. Uh, you also get the Pelicans at the uh, Warriors that night. Nice. Wow. Got some matchups Wednesday night. Forget your party. You're staying home, watching basketball. Thursday, November 1st. Wait, so those are the two games that aren't on national television. Correct them on Yeah, they lied. They messed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe every team has like a little bit no, of No, they a, do. Yeah. They need to get on TV X amount of times. Exactly. So those are um, perfect. It's Halloween. No one's going to be watching this. People will be watching. Let's put the Knicks on and the Pacers. Yeah, exactly. Not the best. All right. Um, Thursday, November 1. I'll be flying to New York. I have a show November 3rd. Gang. Okay. Um, let's see here. Anything good? Bucks at Celtics. 5 o'clock TNT. Great game. 5 o'clock our time. West Coast time. That's Thursday? Yeah. Nice. I enjoy that. That will be good. Yeah. Nice. And I'll be... I'm land. I'll catch the second half of that, and then the I'll get I'll be in the East Coast to watch the ten thirty game, which is seven thirty here. Pelicans at Blazers. Not bad. I'll watch that. No problem. Um, as far as anything else that night, no. Friday you got two ESPN games. Actually, you get uh, a battle of the point guards, uh, Thunder at the Wizards at 5 o'clock West Coast time. Yeah. And then you get the T-Wolves and they bitch asses at the (laughs) Warriors at 7.30. Cool. Other matchups that night. Ooh, the Knicks play the Mavs. Nice. That's dope. Ooh, and it's on at 8.30. I like that. Don't you have a show though? I have the show Saturday night. Oh. So I get to watch that. No, wait. November 2nd is Friday? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool story, right? Yeah. And I'm going fine. To Cam Meekin show on Friday. You are? Yeah. Nice. Where's that? Union where I played. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Hit me up yesterday. I said. All right. I'll be there. All right. Well, if you're in LA, go to Cam Meekin show November 2nd. Gang. There you go. But I'm not guest listening to you. No. Buy a ticket. Support a friend. Come on. You dig? We, we should talk about that. Let's finish the schedule. Maybe we can give a little PSA. All right. I got a few things, actually, I want to <laughs> talk about on that, in that regard. We'll keep it quick. All right. Saturday, November 3rd. Uh, eh. Meh. Um, Lakers play the Blazers, I guess. Not Nothing great. Have a good night out. All right. <laughs> so if your friend's doing a concert... <laughs> Just I'm going to lay down a few laws here. Hit them. Talk to them. Just a few things. If if you're listening and you're a fan of somebody or a friend of somebody who's going to be doing a concert, here's a few tips that will go a long way. One, 
unless you know your friend is a big artist and going to sell out a big room, it is awesome if you can buy the ticket. Right. Here's why. It's not about the money. Right. For artists attempting to build up their repertoire and keep a career going in the di- correct direction. Which is mom- forward. Momentum. Mm-hmm. Selling tickets is a part of our game. Mm-hmm. So beyond the $15 that is going to cover the travel, the cost the this, and that, we're not making really that much money. Guys start to make a lot of money when they're filling big rooms. Right. Right. But for your friends who are doing any room that's under, I'd say, 500 people, mm-hmm. it's really nice to just buy a ticket. If you are at like, yo, I'm a cop a ticket. Can I come backstage? Fine. Right. Even though, who the hell cares? Right. But the support goes a long way. Because the <clears throat> difference between 289 and 300 makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know. To the venue, to the agent. To everybody. To anyone paying attention. It's building that story. Right. And it really helps. Yeah. Here's the second thing I'm going to say. Number two, mm-hmm. don't fucking ask what time I'm going on. Just don't do it. Yeah. I'll tell you if I can, but yo, the last thing the artist needs is all y'all showing up five minutes before the set. Yeah. And getting everybody nervous like no one's showing up. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on at 10. I tell you I'm on at 10. What you rolling up? 957? Yeah. 1002? Yeah. Again, the perception is everything. <clears throat> Fill the room, have fun, cheer on the openers, yeah. get, get it, there. Get a drink. Now, look, my last show in L.A. was Settle crazy. In. I had way too many openers. That was a miscommunication between my team and the venue. Yeah. So when people, this was a rare time where when people was asking me when I was going on, I was like, look, I'm going on later. Mm-hmm. You could show up later. I didn't need people getting there at 8 o'clock to hang out until I was on at 11. Right. But at the same time, I lie. Uh, I think I'm going around 10, 10.30. Yeah. Right? So then you show up at 9.30. Right. Because I want you to see the openers. Yeah. And I want you to hang out and have a couple of drinks. Totally. You know what I mean? I don't need you showing up at 9.59 and then leaving. The, you know what I mean? It's almost counterproductive. I need the... The, the artist needs the room full... They need the energy. They need the vibe. It's all part of it. Yeah. If you're there to support, those are the better, best ways to support your friend or your favorite artist who's coming up. Totally. Now, when once the guy's filling the big rooms, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Once the guy's doing a thousand people a night, there'll be enough people there. It don't even matter anymore. Right. But for the guys, it, it takes a while to get there. Totally. And with your support, that artist could be that guy. Just help them out in this regard. I'm with you. You know? Preach. Don't be DMing me Dave's show. What time you go on? It don't matter what time I go on. Bro. Just come through. Support the Bro. homie. Come I got you. Show. That's it. It's 10 bucks. That's it. Come on, man. All right? Yo, you ain't got 10 bucks? Then don't come. You shouldn't be going anywhere. That's it. If you don't got 10 bucks, if I put you on the guest list, how are you going to get here? You know? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Even if it's 20. What are you doing? It's like, 
you ain't got, you know it's like if you can't tip the waitress don't go out to eat right as simple as that now yeah. look i've had i've had friends do big rooms where it's like hey just throw me on the list it's like this motherfucker about to move 700 tickets what does it matter yeah but maybe he did maybe i shouldn't have yeah but yo even for dudes at that level it does also like, like i had an artist let me ask you this i don't mean to cut you off yeah, yeah go ahead. i have a quick question i know I, I'm friendly with an artist, so I won't say his name. He's blowing up. He's pretty big. He's getting there. He doesn't. He had a hit song. He's he's touring like crazy. We're friendly. I wouldn't say we're friends, mm-hmm. but we're friendly. He hit me one day. Oh, I know who it is. Okay, it's Jay Z. Yeah, exactly. He's starting to blow up. He hit me one day, and he goes, "Yo, if you're in town, I'm doing my L.A. show at the L. Ray." Yeah. So and so day, da 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 da, and I'm like, all right, cool, that's dope. I'll, I'll come through, and then he's like, you know, how's everything else been? So we just kind of talked, yeah, and bang bang, that was it. And then I was trying to decipher it, and I was saying to Shaban, I'm like, what does this mean? Is he telling me, hey man, come through and cop tickets? Yeah, or is he like, come I hang out with you. me? I'll put you on the list. Shaban, Shaban's. Shaben's uh, thought was like, yo, come buy a cop a ticket. Yeah. Now, this was about, this was pretty big. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think it was going to be an issue for him to move tickets. Right. And he probably moved a, a nice a amount, amount of tickets. Right. But even there, even at that level, homie was going through his Rolodex. Totally. I was like, oh, yeah, let me, he's out here. Let me holler at him. Yeah, yeah. And and and, because if you were gonna guess list me, you you'd say it. Yeah, I'll, yo, come through. And I my answer you. was like, yo, I'll, I'm I'm with it. I'll I'll come through. Yeah. All right, I got you. Plus one, bong bong. Right. That did not that didn't happen. happen. Right. And I didn't make it to the show because I ended up going to some. Uh, my friend had a birthday weekend and hit me up like two days before. It's like, hey. I'm going to some beer festival, craft beer festival in Pasadena. I got an extra ticket. You want to come? I said, sure. So I drank beer all day. And by that you night, just didn't make it. I was like, I am exhausted. Yeah. I can't make it. So, but yeah, I didn't know. But see, even at that level. Right. Was the L- I'm probably giving away now. L- L- is, I think, 800. Yeah. Right? He probably had a pretty full. Yeah. But even at that level. So that goes to show you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it, it really, sure. it really helps. Yeah, and you know what? With streaming now, I never ask anybody to buy my music anymore. Right? Because I just know. Yeah, bro. When's the what's the last album you bought? Yours. Thank you. But, but you mean digitally? Or yeah, digitally was yours. Okay, but, but like, okay, not your friend, not your album. Uh, just like, damn, I need this album, Jameson. Cool. It's like a couple months ago. Dope. There's, there's like supporting an artist. There's you like really fuck with five it. or ten artists mm-hmm. that I don't know personally that I will always buy their shit because fire. They're not massive. That's great. But I want to see them like propel themselves. Love that. And they all have since I've been doing that. Like oh, Tory yeah. Lanez used to be one of those guys. Yeah. But I didn't buy his album the other day. Mm-hmm. Because he's fucking huge now. Yeah, he's bugging he out. He doesn't need my nine bucks. I um and I also I didn't yeah really I, album, honestly but. your EP was probably the last thing I bought yeah. but before that the Drake album yeah I didn't buy that 
I bought it. Drake don't need me, man. <laughs> I bought it because it was on Spotify. Remember? Oh, yeah. You're right. So I copped it. Dude, I got a free trial of Apple Music. That's what I did, too, actually. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. And then I got charged for like a three extra months because I just never canceled it. I didn't. It. I, I, was on, I canceled that shit the next day. Yeah, you're smart. I said, I'm out. But besides that, I just don't buy music anymore like that. Yeah, no, it's no just too accessible. Right. Which is a problem. Which means supporting the live show is even more important. Exactly. Yeah. So that when you're going to buy an album on iTunes or you're going to buy that ticket, more than the money that you're helping with the artist, because to make music for a living actually costs a lot of money. Yeah. There's a lot sure. of overhead. Yeah. And you have to pay a lot Especially of people. Tour. It's like you, you give $20 to an artist. It's not all going in his pocket. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, definitely not. None of it, really. Barely any. Being split Maybe three bucks. X, Y, and Z. Of that 20. Yeah. Like, straight up. Like, people don't realize that. Yeah. Like, it gets broken down. Right. You got to pay this guy, that guy, this, this, this. There's this cost, this. It actually... So, what you're doing more than anything is is showing your support. You're helping the ball keep rolling. Yeah. You're not making me get rich off exactly. your 10 bucks, bro. Exactly. You know? It's important to know. Yeah. Well, thank you. This was good. Dropping gems at the end, as always. Let's go. Uh, a lot of hoop talk, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what this episode is called, but I'll decide. Um, let's go to In-N-Out. I want a chocolate milkshake. Let's go. Peace. Peace.